Welcome to today's special episode of the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. And in today's special episode, I am joined by the very, very fabulous Dr. Stacey Ashley. Dr. Stacey Ashley is a high performance leadership and coaching expert. With over 30 years' experience, Stacey has helped thousands to develop their leadership competence, confidence, and credibility. She is the author of five number one Amazon bestseller books on leadership, including the newly released Power Up and You're On Mute. Stacey has four international Stevie Awards, including Coach of the Year in 2019, has been nominated for the Telstra Business and Women's Award nine times, and in 2018 and 2021, she was named in the LinkedIn Top Voices. Stacey is obsessed with leading possibility, and I am so incredibly grateful that she is joining us on the podcast today. I highly recommend that you join and read Stacey's books. They're all available on her website, which is the episode notes. We'll have all of those details. And Stacey's latest book, Power Up, was actually what really triggered me to reach out to Stacey and ask her to come and have this conversation with me today. So if you are a leader in today's world and that doesn't have to be the leader of a global organization, you know, you are a leader of yourself. In fact, Stacey has an incredible book called First Lead Yourself, but you are leading yourself, your team, your clients, your community, your family. Every person on this planet is operating in leadership. And Stacey's latest book, Power Up, I read that and I couldn't put it down. I read it in like two sittings. It was such a page turner and it just resonated so deeply with me around understanding. Stacey has an incredible understanding of where leaders are currently, what is happening in the world, how that is impacting and affecting leaders on a prolonged you know, global stage and has phenomenal strategies to be able to navigate that. So I'm so excited to share this conversation with you today. And I, I'm so grateful that Stacey spent her time with me and allowed me to share this with you because you're going to get so many golden nuggets from this. So enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. I am so honoured and thrilled to have the amazing Stacey Ashley with us today. And Stacey is a leadership expert and we're very blessed to have her presence here. So welcome to the podcast, Stacey. Thank you so much, Jess. I'm really excited to be here and to spend some time with you talking about some cool stuff. Yes, absolutely. And uh, just before we clicked record, uh, we were talking about the relevance and the timeliness of what we're going to be exploring today around leading yourself and energy and focus through challenging times. And I was just sharing with Stacey at the time of recording this, if my voice sounds a little funny, it's because I'm currently recovering from COVID. So this is like my own personal little pep talk today with the queen of leadership herself. So the timing is amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. Perfect. So Stacey, um, as I set the frame for the conversation we're going to have today, I have recently just finished reading your book Power Up, which was just 
so transformative, so powerful, and so many, every every page was a little bit of a, a punch, a cuddle, a kick, um, and some amazing frameworks and tools to uh, to really help through those challenging times. So I highly recommend, um, and we'll make sure we've got all the links in the episode notes for how you can connect with Stacey and um, her offerings, and in particular her this amazing book that I highly recommend every leader to read um, through through these challenging times. So I'd love to hear, Stacey, um, what was the, the inspiration behind writing Power Up for you? Uh, yeah, good question. And, and look, there were lots, lots of things just that came. So obviously um, we've had a couple of years of really interesting times mm. and, uh, and through, through that period, you know, of the pandemic and the consequences where leaders have been challenged to how do they continue to lead? How do they show up? How do they deal with all of these, you know, new situations, I guess? You know, not everything's bad, but certainly it's changed. And so that in itself, when we're leading change, can be, you know, bring its own challenges. Um, So I've been working with, you know, some very big organisations and some really senior leaders, but also you know, people in smaller organisations and at different levels of leadership. And and there's been some real consistency in the challenges that they were facing. And so in particular, um, in 2021, I was working with with one of um, my my favourite clients um, to help them to support their leaders because they they came to me and they said, you know, um, we we want to keep our leaders engaged, even though our industry has suffered a massive downturn, you know, how do we keep supporting them? Because they're trying to support their teams. They're giving generously of themselves, but they're finding it really hard to actually motivate themselves and to be engaged themselves, even though they're trying to encourage and support their teams to be like that. Um, and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard work. So what can we do? And so we came up with a plan and we rolled out a series of um oh, what would you call them? I guess training sessions, education sessions that followed by action to give them some equipment to deal exactly with this. So give them some new skills, some new understanding and insight about what was actually going on um, and what they might be able to do for themselves to re-energise, to maintain a more um, future-focused output, be a little bit more positive. You know, So yes, there's wellbeing and resilience, but it's also about helping people to recognise that they can actually make some choices for themselves, regardless of how dire or difficult or unusual the situation might be. And so it was highly successful. And the um, just the comments that I had back about the difference that it had made for people and the impact that it had had on them, regardless of the fact that the situation they were in actually hadn't changed. The way they were in the situation, that's what changed. And so I started to work with that with some other clients and same sort of things happened. And then I was like, well, that's great. It's amazing that all of those people um, have benefited from that. And of course, many of these were very senior leaders. So then they shared that with their teams. So more people got exposure to some of the concepts but I wanted to do a little bit more. I was like, wouldn't it be great if more people, you know, got exposure to some of these ideas and chose one or two even that would make a difference for them? And so that's really where the book came from. How can I touch more people and help them to help themselves in this really interesting moment in time? 
Yes, that it certainly is. And clearly it resonated and very quickly the book rocketed up to Amazon bestseller status. So congratulations, Stacey. That's an amazing achievement. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, and I, for one, I'm not surprised because, like I say, it was a total page turner. I couldn't put it down and it had so many amazing uh, golden nuggets. And what I loved most was the way you make it so actionable through that book. So, again, can't stress enough the importance of reading that book. Now, there's one concept, and I know you've written another amazing book on this concept itself of First Lead Yourself, which is another incredible book. And when we're, you know, navigating these challenging times, what do you feel is the importance of that, that real sort of self-focus of leading yourself and ensuring your energy? What, what is the importance of that for anyone who's leading anyone today, which let's be real, whether you're the mother and have children or whether you're, you know, a leader in a global organisation or anywhere in between, we're all leading somebody. <laughs> Look, absolutely, and I, and I love that you make that point because that's one of the things that I talk about. Yes, personally, I spend a lot of my time working with senior leaders, but my philosophy is everybody's a leader. You can be a leader of one, which is yourself, and so that's where we start. You know, as you said, you know, everyone is looking for a leader. Children look to their parents or to their teachers. You know, teachers look to their leaders. You know, parents look to each other or, you know, gurus. Um, and then, in you know, if we take organisations, of course, everyone is looking for leadership. Even the CEO of the biggest organisation you can think of has a leader somewhere. So we're all leaders, whether it's, you know, of community or thought leadership or programs or families, we're all leaders. And the concept of first lead yourself is really how do I be the best version of leadership or of a leader that I can be? You know, particularly if I look, I put my corporate hat on, why would I lead, why would I follow you if you can't even lead yourself? You know, let's let's get down to like a little tin tax. Um, so I believe that the foundation of leadership is yourself. Yeah. You know, if you want to show up as a leader, you want to be a leader, you know, behave like a leader, think like a leader, feel like a leader, then it makes sense that you would actually focus on yourself so that you are doing all of those things um, and creating that opportunity for yourself to lead. And that's about knowing leadership. It's about doing leadership. It's about being leadership. You know, it's, it's, all the dimensions you can think of, um, but you need to have a focus on yourself. If you only focus outwards, uh, and I'm not saying that's not important because it absolutely is, but if you only focus outwards on how you might lead other people or the contributions that you can make in that way, then um, you're really limiting your opportunity to be a leader because you actually haven't um, positioned yourself, resourced yourself, you know, ask yourself the tough questions about, you know, how how do I want to be? How can I be that? Um, and you also haven't given yourself, I guess, enough. Um, uh, you haven't been generous enough with yourself, I guess. You know, we have to we have to look after ourselves, and and that's a big one for the last couple of years. Leaders have been generously giving to everybody else, and and haven't left a little bit of space to look after themselves, hence the massive fatigue that, that lots of people are experiencing. Um, so I think the concept of first lead yourself is really that's where leadership begins. 
Yes. Oh, so powerfully spoken. I love that so much. And I especially love how you mentioned, like it just took my breath away when you said, uh, you know, why would I follow you if you're not leading yourself? (laughs) I think that is so powerful, whether you're in an organization or an individual, even in your family, it's like, if you're a hot mess express, you know, what's going to make me want to feel safe in your leadership if you're not demonstrating those skills for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And I think if I may, just one thing there, and that's not about being perfection. Mm-hmm. It's not about I've got it all mastered. It's about actually I'm, I'm focused on it and I'm trying to do better. Yes, absolutely. And that transparency and authenticity is so powerful and so pivotal. And as you say, it's not about having to have it all perfect, but it's that failing forward, isn't it? And it's like mm. if you're not paying any attention to it, then you can't expect it just to get better by default. Absolutely. So you touched on something really powerful there around the fatigue that people are experiencing now. And I think that's so relevant and so timely. Um, Not only those who are leading through fatigue, uh, leading through fatigue, leading through times like this, those who have been influenced by COVID fatigue, I can definitely speak to as being an element of that. So for the fatigued leader um, who, as you say, is so intentional about giving generously to everybody else and potentially hasn't been pouring into themselves and they're now um, you know over a couple of years experiencing the the downturn around that what do you think is one of the key things for people to focus on if they find themselves in that place yeah um, I think well, there's a, there's a number of things that contribute to that, and we can find ourselves in this extreme fatigue in other circumstances. It's not it's not just when we have a COVID pandemic. You know, there are, there are other things that can contribute to that. So, you know, it might be, for example, if you're experiencing some kind of really long term change where you have to keep contributing to it over time, and there might be deadlines or milestones or you know confronting situations. If we have to keep turning up for that over a long period of time, that can be very fatiguing. We might have, you know, um, really extenuating circumstances in um, many aspects of our life at the same time. That can be, you know, incredibly fatiguing. Um, so well, I think that there's a, a couple of things that I would suggest. You know, there, there is this concept of um, surge capacity, which is our ability to gather our resources and respond to a demand that's been placed on us. And we all have it and we all can do can do that. So, you know, if you can imagine that, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was just that you needed to organise a, a, a function or a birthday party or something and you've never done it before. Well, you know, you rise to the challenge, you gather your resources and you do it. Um, it might be, you know, from a work perspective maybe you've got to make a huge presentation you haven't done before or you've got this incredible deadline that's super tight so you gather your resources and you know you you do your great work or you you know the activity um and afterwards typically in normal circumstances what would happen is that after that surge you would have time to recover and so, you know, you would regather some resources and you would perhaps have um, some replenishment of some kind, which might just be normal day-to-day life. That's how you replenish. But what we've experienced, um, particularly in this COVID situation, but like I said, it can happen in other situations, is that we have to, we had over an extended period of time, we've had to surge 
And then we didn't get to recover. We had to surge to some other demand again. And we still didn't get to recover. We had to surge again. And so what people are feeling is the consequence of that, that fatigue, like big weariness, long-term fatigue, which is not I'm not trying. It's not that I'm not doing a good job or it's not that I'm not participating in my family or anything like that. It's just I feel really tired. <laughs> And it's really hard to be at the top of my game continuously because of that. And so um, I think the first thing is to recognise, actually, it's very normal. After what the world's been through, or if you've had one of those kind of situations that I've described, it's very normal to feel fatigued. Um, it's probably very unusual to not feel fatigued. Um, and what I've noticed with a couple of leaders that I have worked with recently is they're like, I'm fine. I, you know, I don't know what people are talking about. I'm not fatigued. Um, and in fact, then they've gone on holidays and they like slept for the first week, which they would never normally do. And so that's just like a symptom, you know, yes, you, you might not admit it, but in fact, you are fatigued because you're having nana naps every day and you wouldn't normally do that. Um, so the first thing is to recognize it, the fatigue is normal. Um, so don't, so don't be concerned about that. But also recognise that there are things that you can do to support yourself. Because if I'm honest, I believe that we've still got many years of change that are going to happen in our world because of the last couple of years. You know, things haven't levelled out yet. Um, I'm not sure that they ever really will. Um, and so we've still got to continue to show up and and figure out how we how we navigate life and work and um, support the people around us, um, whether it's at home or in some other aspect. And so my question then is, what can you do for yourself? And a really simple thing, and I know, Jess, that you've, you've probably done this for yourself because, because I can imagine you actually with, with, uh, <laughs> with your pen and paper out and actually doing this, but um, is to really recognize for yourself what are the things that you know bring you energy that you need to have those elements or factors um, in your life otherwise you just really can't be at your best and there's some really obvious ones like enough sleep whatever enough sleep is for you you know the right kind of food whatever that is for you maybe a bit of exercise whatever that is for you because when you don't have those things you don't really feel maybe at your peak um, and the ability to kind of tap into all of your own resources. But after that, everybody is different, but they have things that bring them energy. And when they don't have those things, when they're missing, then it's really hard to be their best, you know, to feel like they can continue to show up and in all their greatness and, and do whatever it is that they do. And that could be everything from meditation to prayer to sports to social interaction, social interaction. For me, it's getting outside. If I don't get outside, after a few days, I feel really sloppy. You know, <laughs> I just can't show up. And so I have to be really conscientious about that. Um, it might be um, spending time with your family. It might be alone time. It might be, I don't know, going to the spa. It could be anything. But if you don't have it, it impacts your level of energy and your ability to really feel like you can respond to the demands that are being placed on you in the best possible way. And so once you recognise it's, it's perfectly normal to be fatigued, then I would be looking for the opportunity to figure out what are those energy factors you need and 
if any of them maybe are not getting enough attention at the moment or enough focus, what's just one small thing that you could do to bring them back into focus for yourself? So I'll use my example. Um, if I haven't been outside, then I need to actually go for a walk. <laughs> it's not hard, you know, not just go for a walk. We resist um, the simple things though, don't we? When we get into that fatigue stage, it's almost yes. like you can't see those simple those simple steps feel really monumental or you're not even thinking in a way that you can connect with what those simple steps are. So Absolutely. It all goes out the window. <laughs> Absolutely. And we were just talking about the sleep cycle. You know, sometimes you let your sleep cycle drift. And if you usually go to bed at nine o'clock and suddenly you're going to bed at 11 o'clock and it sort of throws the cadence of your whole day out. And even though maybe you've had the same number of hours sleep, it's not at the right time of day. And so, you, you know, it, you feel um, like you didn't get enough sleep or you can't focus or whatever it is. So, it can be the little things, but they can be really powerful because they're actually in your control. And yeah. when something's in your control, then you get to make a choice about would you like to make a difference for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and and focus on that. And, yes, we're focusing on ourselves. But then what that enables us to do is to keep showing up, which means then we can focus and continue to support the people around us, you know, in our capacity as a leader. Totally. And I think that develops confidence as well. It's like the things you can't control are out of your control and that can somewhat dent your confidence. But when you take that real leadership of yourself and make good, strong choices around the things that are in your control, I think that really helps to bolster and develop that confidence to be able to feel a little bit better about the things that are out of your control as well. <laughs> Look, absolutely. I agree. And the other thing it does, and one of the reasons that it um, actually impacts your confidence is because you're shifting your focus. You're shifting your focus from I can't control all of this stuff. And even now there are many things we can't control to I can control these things and I'm going to, like I choose to. And so what you've done is you've actually changed the balance of perspective as well. So now it's not all about what I can't control it's also got some balance with what I can control and what I'm going to control and I'm doing it now and I'm making progress. And so, yes, your, your belief in self and your confidence is definitely going to be positively impacted by that. Yes, absolutely. Oh gosh, so much power there. Come back and re-listen a couple of times because there's so many, so much golden insight there and that concept of surge capacity. Um, and I, Honestly, if if anything has impacted me in 2022, it was reading this real element about surge capacity in Stacey's book. It just, I read it and reread it and screenshot it and took notes on it and prayed about it. And I I spoke about this concept in uh, my Money Master Academy program. And I really spoke with my members about how much it had impacted me. And they were all just like, oh my gosh, yes, that they all resonated so strongly with that, that concept of not getting the rest and the replenishment and just continually needing to pivot and be surging in other areas or re-needing to redo that surge because now those, you know, protocols have changed and yeah, it's such a huge thing. And um, I was like, okay, I need to have a conversation with Stacey about this because it's such an incredible, um, for me, it just helped me relax and go, oh, okay, this is what's going on. You know, as I'm sure you find with your leaders that you work with as well, leadership can be lonely. 
and it can be really challenging to feel like you're navigating all of this on your own and there's so many moving pieces so for me when I read this book it was just like being held it was like oh I feel seen I feel heard now I know what's going on and I've got some tools to to navigate it so thank you so much for sharing that work with everybody it's so powerful oh well I'm just so glad that that not only did you read it, but you're doing something with it. You know, this for me, and, and that's why, you, and you'll see, um, having read this book, is there's complex concepts behind all of this, but it's how do we make it simple so we can do something about it. And so for me, it's about creating the opportunity for people to be able to take practical action so that they then actually gain a benefit, get an outcome, move forward, make progress, um, because the concept on its own isn't enough. We need to know what to do with it. Yeah. And so I think that that's really important. So, so I'm just so excited to hear that you've really taken it and run with it because that for me is what it's all about, giving people the equipment that then they can go and they can use for themselves and share with other people and, and it makes a difference. You know, that's, that's really important. Um, and as you said, it then rolls over into all sorts of other aspects. So, um well done you yes no it's so powerful honestly I would tell anyone that would listen about it (laughs) Um, my partner you know he works um you know quite high up in in construction and building and rail uh, with all the you know rails and road and power and I was telling him about it and he was saying like yeah he can definitely see that in in those other industries as well and it, it sort of goes down the supply chain somewhat because, you know, obviously the tone is set at the top and if people are exhausted and unsure at the top, then that's filtering down through the other management levels and then, you know, right down to the people in the boots on the ground who are implementing and and doing the forward-facing work, it really does have that impact on filtering down all the way through there. So I think it is, in all honesty, you know, I always say money in many ways is one of the biggest conversations in the world and I feel like this is similar very very similar because it's all connected and to the degree that people aren't feeling as you put it you know well energized they're leading themselves then it is going to have that flow on and impact into every other area um, of their life and all through the organizations as well yeah look you're absolutely right and so what that means, though, is the opportunity now is there for people to go, oh, I've got this new information, I can do something about it, and then you get the same cascade, right? Yes. Those senior leaders or influencers, you know, make good choices for themselves, people notice, like, what are you doing? I'd like to do some of that too. And now we've got the, the cascade happening but in a really constructive, positive way. So I think that's um, super powerful. And, yes. Um, and, it, and it's kind of the epitome of first lead yourself because in first leading yourself, you're actually role modelling leadership. I'm looking after myself so I can be a better leader. Oh, okay, so now it's okay for me, a more junior leader, to look after myself because it makes me a better leader. Yes. Great. Absolutely. What a great message. I couldn't agree more. And I think moving forward, um, I'd love to hear your thoughts in closing around this today, Stacey. I feel like moving forward, the, the, there's more challenges to face leadership as you've clearly articulated. You know, we haven't settled into anything new or sustainable long term here. And so I think that can bring about elements of uncertainty for leaders as well, because I think there's an implied 
potentially an implied level of leaders knowing what's coming and being able to see ahead and plan ahead and be strategic and all of those things that leaders like to think they've got <laughs> under control. Um, and so for the degree that people can't see ahead potentially around what is going to crop up and so forth, what do you think is the really important focus for leaders moving forward to be able to remain, you know, resilient and focused and hopeful, I think, is a really big element of that as well. So looking forward throughout the rest of 2022, what do you mm. feel are some of the really important leadership tones that are you're seeing emerging? What a great big question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's kind of like what's the meaning of life, isn't it, at this point yeah, in time? <laughs> but that's okay. Um, look, I don't think the themes have actually changed dramatically um, since, you know, 2021, really, um, I think that the important things for leaders to keep a focus on, of course, they've got to look after themselves so they can continue to lead and show up. But it's that um, connection with, and whether it's with peers, with teams, um, partners, stakeholders, uh, clients, family, they need to maintain connection. It's, that's, that's just that human need. So that's super important. Um, I think, and, and with that, there's the whole trust building thing, which when we're in times of uncertainty, trust becomes a real currency. Like I know you don't know what's going on either, but I trust that you will continue to lead us. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's really, really important. Um, I think another real key is that leaders have really got to focus. Uh, and I guess that's people generally, um, you've got to focus on growing the people around you, making sure they've got the skills they need and the knowledge they need to be able to um, not just, you know, hopefully survive by holding on, you know, with their fingernails, but actually to be able to thrive in change and uncertainty because it's here to stay. You know, we've always had this. It, it has dramatically accelerated in the last couple of years, but, you know, it's really foundation equipment now. People need to be able to navigate change. Um, and uncertainty and so I think a leader's responsibility is to help other people to be able to do that and so a focus on you know growing and developing the people around you whether it's your children whether it's your colleagues doesn't really matter you want them to be able to contribute and participate and and you know have joy and peace and all of those sorts of things as well but they can only do that if they feel confident in the skills they've got to be able to participate to be able to be them and so I think leaders have a real responsibility um, there as well and I guess that's just another level of humanity as well yes yeah I love that there you are you had it here first connection trust growth are the the real key pillars that are going to help you to navigate your way through leadership throughout 2022 and beyond oh my gosh Stacey I'm so grateful to you for being and making time to be with us here today on the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast I truly truly appreciate it Stacey was just telling me off air she's preparing to deliver a presentation tomorrow for over a thousand people who have registered to learn more from her about leadership and how they can be the best leaders they can be for their organisations and themselves this year. So I am truly grateful and appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. And, and thank you so much for sharing so much amazing knowledge and insight with us. 
A great pleasure. Always a joy. Jess, thank you. Likewise. So, Stacey, please share with the listeners how they can connect further with you and, um, yeah, how they can learn more about yourself and your your expertise and your amazing books and programs. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Um, So I'm on LinkedIn, Stacey Ashley. Pretty easy to find. My website is stacyashley.com and my books, if you're in Australia, are available from the website or on Amazon. Amazing. Thank you. We'll make sure all of those links are in the episode notes. So again, thank you so much for being here and sharing so generously with the listeners. And I can't wait to hear how they're going to take and implement this amazing information that you shared with us today, Stacey.